and now I, I love doing this. I only can do this one more time this morning. Arrow, here's Rich Fields. Rich, how do you feel about situations <laughs> hey. like that? <laughs> hey, Arrow, how you doing? I love the introduction. I love the announcer introduction. It's awesome. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I got into radio, because I just, I love going to stadiums and hearing those announcers and, and then impersonating them. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've, imp- I've impersonated you more times. Oh, bless your heart, dude! They, you're 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 encapsulating my entire childhood. The reason why I started watching shows like Truth or Consequences or Price is Right or the FBI, a Quinn Martin production. <laughs> I loved the I loved the voices, and I imitate them and, and and emulate them. And so, from an early age, Arrow, I I I knew I was going to be Bob Barker's announcer on The Price is Right. That's what I read, and it's like, okay, how did you have such a vision? Because I believe that we've lived this life once before. Uh. God, yes. I mean, you're getting deep, but uh, <laughs> yes. I, Arrow, I don't know. Where, it wasn't a vision. Uh, when I use the word premonition, I just, I don't know what other word to use, Arrow, other than innately in my soul, I knew that I was going to be working with Bob Barker and not just working with him. God, that sounds so, that sounds like such a shotgun blast instead of like a a, a rifle shot, you know, to the target. I knew I was going to be his announcer. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from, Arrow? How do I know this? Well, that's you know? that's the book title. that You, you trusted your inner GPS. Right. It knew exactly what you needed to do and how to get there. Exactly right. And, and you know, I use the word GPS instead of intuition. You know, I was trusting my intuition. I use the word GPS because that's, you know, the kids all know about GPS now. But <laughs> also, you know, it's got a double meaning for me. GPS is for me means God's positioning system for our lives because that's what your intuition is. It's yep. it's 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 seared to your soul. And it's this voice that talks to you all day, every day, <laughs> every decision you make actually comes from intuition. But but do we listen, Errol? You know, do we listen to our intuition? And that's really the the thing in the book, a, a study about starting to listen to your intuition, because it will never it will never do you wrong. You know, I'm so glad that you're bringing this book up because for the longest time on iHeartRadio, I've, I've really put a lot of uh, interest into what I call stream thinking. Stream thinking is learning how to listen to the inner core of your body because the answers are there. Your friend may pass you by, but your friend doesn't always have the answer, but you do. That's, ex- that's exactly right. S- your, your, your intuition innately knows where you're supposed to be in life, where you're supposed to end up. And I was lucky enough to have this thought process pattern and also to know what my end game was i mean and then i had parents that taught me the value of listening to my intuition and because i knew i was going to end up with bob barker as the announcer on the price is right every decision i made i mean i told grade school nuns in avon ohio i was going to be bob barker's announcer on the price is right i told college roommates i told everybody i worked with in radio for 40 years town to town up and down the dial <laughs> i'm going to work with bob barker on the price is right and where does that come from errol you know yeah so where did it come from because i mean what what was it about that moment because i grew up listening to casey Kasem, and then so in two Me too. it was uh, 1987 i was up to replace him on american top 40 why did wow. i and, and so but it's like it's like what happened happens in our younger life where we where we get this vision and we stick to it well i mean if you if you if you read and i know you do if you read about life paths and different realities within the reality we're living in Mm -hmm. i mean there's stuff going on around us at the very same time another version of us is going through something else right at this very second 
And somehow for me at an early age, these different realities all melded into this reality I'm in yeah. now, this life path I'm in now. And it showed me the direction, how to get there. I, I, gosh, it's just, it's, it's deep, brother. It's just so deep. Well, see, that's why I like talking with you because I mean that, because people will look at me and they'll say, dude, you too much. You're giving me too much today because I'm a daily writer. And to get into that daily writing, I'm, I'm really hearing it in my heart that you're also a daily writer. Cause if you yeah. walk away from a thought, you're not going to get it back. Right. I kept a journal. Errol, from uh, very early on in my career, from back in college, yes, all the way through the Price is Right, uh, and this is so this isn't something men usually do. It seems like a, a female thing to keep a journal, but I was keeping a career journal, and every story in this book came straight out of that yep. journal. Everything in here, and thank God I wrote it down as I went through it because I would have never remembered some of the intricate details, you know. So yes, I am. I am a daily writer. Do you call that dear future reader? Because I mean, I mean, who are we writing for? Is it is it a family member or is it to ourselves? Because I mean, I've, I, I, think, I I can go back to those. I can go back to September 11th of 2001 and know exactly where I was mentally and physically. Yeah, um, for me, I think I write it down for me. Yeah, um, I think I write it down because Arrow. Look, I mean, early on, really, when Price is Right really started to come to fruition. I didn't even have the job yet. I was going through the audition process. <laughs> and I said to myself, I'm writing a book. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write a book someday about this entire thing. I'm, and when I get the job, I'm, I'm going to keep doing my journal and I'm going to freaking write a book about it and tell everybody about how I got here and about the power of listening to your soul and your intuition, man. That takes trust. It takes confidence. That's a lot of stuff that people run away from because it's like, oh, right. I'm, I'm going to have to make a change. Who cares? Take it on. Right. Right. And I did. I made a couple of changes, brother. I, I thought radio was going to be my initial path. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had this goal early on in life and before college, I said, well, how, many, how am I going to get to Hollywood and get auditions to get game shows and get in front of Bob Barker? Well, I need to be a broadcaster. So, OK, so what do I do? I started looking at other game show hosts, Wink Martindale, Bob Barker, uh, 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 Dick Clark, all came from radio, you know. And then I started looking at announcers, Johnny Olson, Rod yes. Roddy came from radio. Everybody came from radio. So I thought, OK. Radio is my path. Well, after you know, learning as much as I could and getting as best as I could and developing a personality on the radio, I and and being able to work in Los Angeles radio for a decade, I just wasn't getting the cachet out of it that I needed to get yep. these auditions. Yep. And I'd heard about I'd heard about uh, um, what's his name from uh, Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak. Pat you know, Sajak. He was a weatherman on KNBC out there. And he got plucked to do Wheel of Fortune and David Letterman and all these other people that made the jump into, into entertainment. I thought, okay, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to I'm going to become a television meteorologist. I'm coming back out to L.A. and I'm going to get me that freaking game show. <laughs> and so I did. I completely retooled. I went back to school and came back back out to L.A. and and got into TV. And huh, it's just crazy the changes you got to make. You got to morph. You got to change sometimes, right? When when did the actual radio call come to you in the way because I, I was I was like a little fourteen year old brat is what I was and it was like I got to do this no and so everything in school was based on me getting into radio. Well, uh, you mentioned Casey Kasem early on. I was like a, like a, I mentioned earlier. I, I was a huge fan of voices and yeah. And so I, I, I Casey was you know he was the biggest thing when we were growing up as kids. I, I would actually be mad because Casey was on on Sundays. I'd, I'd actually be mad that we would have to get in the car and go to church yep and i would have to turn off casey Kasem, and and soon as i got communion and, and was done i i grabbed mom's keys and i'd run back out to the car for the last hour 
of American Top 40 because I was so mesmerized by this broadcasting thing and the the mellifluence of his voice and so pretty early yeah the radio call was pretty early in my life did you want to get into television to be seen or just to be heard because when i saw casey Kasem for the first time on the hardy boys i that relationship was like oh no it's been dented and dinged now because now i know what he looks like i like the mystique of radio yeah yeah that that is cool part my my whole mo was to uh, get those auditions. So I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be seen so that when I was in these auditions with producers, they'd be like, aren't you the weatherman from uh, CBS too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, you know, so I wanted to be seen now. I thought radio was going to be it, but it didn't pan out for me in Hollywood. I mean, I had a great radio career my first CBS contract was over a hundred grand, Wow! you know, as a young man at 21, 22 years old. So the money was great. It was a great position, but I wasn't satisfied because it wasn't my end game. It wasn't my end goal. In a little bit earlier, you were talking about GPS meaning something very spiritual. You use, you use the word God. And to me, that's that's what this is all about. And it's reaching to people that 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 need to be heard and, and, and basically be listened to. And I think that sometimes that's our job. Our job is to be there for them in ways that he's going to plant and not necessarily us. Exactly right. I, I wholeheartedly believe that, that uh, the good Lord puts us in a position every day, maybe multiple times a day, to not only test us, but to uh, test others as well. I mean, um, it, it, you know, how you react to other people, it's, it's leaving a permanent mark, whether you want to believe it or not. Even your thoughts are leaving a permanent mark, for crying out loud. So you, you got to be, you got to give. If you want, you have to give. Yeah. I learned that. Yeah. Yeah. During the lockdown, I was missing people so much that I, I, I got a job at a grocery store. I've never had a real job before. I've always done radio. And to mm-hmm. be in front of people has been the most life-changing thing because, I mean, they're right there. Your listeners are right there in front of you in their real clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that's a that's a good lesson for you. I, I, I'm sure that's going to help you a lot. I mean, you know, we were always taught as young broadcasters that when you're standing there in the radio station studio and you're in front of that microphone, you know, you talk to one person, that's you it. put everything in, you know, first person singular and you talk to one person out there. And isn't that what we do in real life? Yep. Aren't we just talking to one person constantly? So it's a great lesson in connections. Now, when you were putting this book together, you had to have been in that moment of releasing. So but what did you replenish it with? Some, because when you're releasing, it becomes empty. And that, that, that doesn't seem to be your personality. Arrow, uh, God, you're, you're, you are spot on, brother. I tell you what, um, writing the book was very cathartic for me. It, it, it's not all roses, okay? If, if you read through the book, I mean, uh, I'm getting emotional just, just thinking about some of it. <clears throat> Pardon me. But it, it, it's not all you know, wine and roses. There, there, there's times in life where things just don't happen for you or or obstacles pop up, roadblocks popped up. I mean, for me, I, I was diagnosed with cancer, oh. very young age, 28, 19 years old, uh, testicular cancer. And here I thought I was on this life path of working with Bob Barker and all of a sudden some doctor tells me I've got cancer, you know, it, it just can't be. And, and so I did everything I could to bull through that because on the other side of it, I had to get back to work. You know, I had to get back to my career. 
And I did. I got through that testicular cancer thing and I was taking all the tests and everything that I should. And and I was declared clear for three, four years. And just as I was graduating from the University of Florida, boom. No. I, I got another diagnosis, lower lymphatic cancer. Now it's spread. And uh, and just so many things. I mean, I got fired in Denver Radio Arrow, and I just decided, you know, if I'm going to be out of work, I'm going to be out of work in Los Angeles. I'm packing <laughs> up tonight. I'm driving to L.A., and I'm going to be out of work in the town I want to be in eventually. And so I find myself homeless in Hollywood. I mean, but that was my decision. Wow. You know what I mean? I, I knew what I was taking on. I knew that that I didn't have a place to live or a job. Wow. And it took some time to dig myself out of that, but you know, you, you hear it, uh, 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 it only makes you stronger, right? And it's true. It's so true. God. Wow. Adversity just makes you stronger. Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church yesterday spoke about the little things, those little things that get in our way. Well, that's where the answers are, those things that get in the way. And I, and it's very evident that's exactly what Amen. you've been through, that you, that you have moved beyond those little things that got in the way. Because I didn't let the, the, the happening, whatever it was, the first cancer, the second cancer, the being homeless, I didn't let that obstruct the carrot yeah and the carrot was the goal of getting to stage 33 at television city with bob <laughs> barker that was so exciting to me arrow and so uh what's the word i i could i could touch it i i, I just yeah. knew it in, innately that it i never got down about my situation i mean there were there were moments don't get me wrong especially with the cancer and i, I cried and prayed but yeah uh, it's just having the goal goals hope you know hope you, you said career but at the same time i'm sitting here listening to you and i've have i have your book i i it's a calling it's more than a career careers you can walk away from callings uh-uh. yeah. I, it, it, geez i hate to keep saying you're right but you're right it, it was a calling but i couldn't wrap that in the book as a calling i right. i i wanted folks to i wanted to wrap it around my association with the price is right and what it took me to get there because i thought that the backdrop of bob and the price is right would continually make the reader flip to the next page yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's necessary for me because my message is just uh, I didn't veil it, obviously, Arrow. I, I, I mean, I talk openly about you know being a Catholic and, and decisions made you know with regard to spirituality, and but I, I just had to wrap it in this in the sense of hey, trust your intuition because I did, and look what happened to me. Mm-hmm. How much do you put trust in your intentions? Since you're talking about intuition, what about intentions? Oh God, yeah. they mean everything. They mean everything. Uh, An intention versus, uh, you know, just doing it for uh, the masses to see is a whole other thing. I mean, you know, you've got these people saying they're donating money to to, to uh, victims in Maui and so on and so forth. Oh, so that's so benevolent of you. But you know, what are your true intentions yeah. for crying out loud in life? You know, as you as you go through your radio show all day every day, you know, you want to you want to inform and you want to inspire. Mm-hmm. Those are your intentions. You know what I mean? And those are grand. Those are great things. Those are spiritually connecting things with mind and body, wow. and versus you know just doing something because it looks good in public. Well, I'll tell you what, I congratulate you wholeheartedly for this book because you've dropped the four walls of the church and you've stepped out onto the streets. And and th- this is just one of these books that people are going to need and because we, we've all become a bunch of quitters and you're proving to the world, do not be a quitter. Follow that inner GPS. Amen. 
Amen. Absolutely. You, we all have a life path to walk. Ask yourself in a quiet moment, what is my ultimate dream in life? What's my ultimate goal? Your intuition will tell you immediately. You, you, you'll probably try to dismiss it right away because, oh, I'm married or I yeah. have kids or I have the <laughs> bills to pay with the house this week. I understand all that. All of that is valid, but you still have an ultimate goal in life and you can still get there. You just got to start today by doing one thing every day that's going to get you one step closer to that ultimate goal in life Absolutely. like what you know you want to be a singer songwriter what'd you do today about that did you write any <laughs> lyrics did you send out any mp3s did you call any record companies did you call an agent what'd you do today so it's all about walking with our life life path and picking up you know our, 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 our goal at the end and, and walking through it with your intuition being you know out loud and out front Wow. You got to come back to this show anytime in the future, Rich. The door is always going to be open for you. I'd love to. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for talking about the book. Oh, absolutely. Dude, It's it, it, this is not just a book. This, this is this is a lifeline for a lot of people. So now I really do uh, believe it's going to be it's going to be a big thing. It's on it's on Amazon. It's on eKindle Reader. Um, you can get all of it on my website. We'll just do one stop shopping. Richfields.tv. www.richfields.tv. The audio version is there. Arrow. I finished the audio version the other day, and my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be brilliant today? Okay, sir. Oh God, I love that. Thank you so much. Have a great Christmas holiday.